Inside DJ's DVR, a television and film podcast, part of the DVR Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Tim Hines, bringing you another episode of Inside DJ's DVR. That's right, I'm here, it's episode 6, you're here listening, and I appreciate it. Just want to give a little intro to the show. I am a proud member of the DVR Podcast Network. That's right. Head over to DVRpodcast.com and you can check out all the great podcasts that the network puts out. Also, head over to Patreon.com slash DVR and you can be a patron. Well, you'd actually be a, you can be a patron and join up Patreon and support our podcast. That's right. We don't get paid through advertisers or commercials, but we do take donations to the network and they help us out tremendously to cover costs. So if you feel like being a sponsor and you love this podcast that much or you like anything you have, have you heard on the DVR podcast network, that'd be a great thing to do. Head over to patreon.com slash DVR and donate today. All right. Thank you, everybody who's here, still listening, tuned in. It's been a crazy week. We had a wild, wild week with really horrific uh, tragedy in Vegas. And my heart goes out to everybody involved. Thank you to everybody who helped out, first responders, ambulance companies, medical staff, hospitals. It's uh, been real crazy. Uh, You know, a night and some time took up. A lot of my DVR watching time because I was glued to the news trying to find out what's going on. And I'm I'm a late night kind of guy. So I was up on the East Coast here watching this throughout the night. And, uh, you know, missed out on some DVR stuff, but had to pay attention to the real world stuff because the world is important. As much as TV is fun and a getaway, we have to pay attention to the world around us. That's why I do watch some political shows and some sports shows and a lot of... Uh, Things I don't even talk about because they're just random news broadcasts or things I'll tune into that don't warrant being on the show but are still a part of the TV watching experience. So that being said, thanks to everybody who covered the story, covered it hard, and uh, we got some good footage. Thanks to everybody who, you know, just showed love. Shout out Vegas. One love. Stop the violence. Stop the violence. All right. All I'm going to say about that for right now. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. You know, it's been a crazy week. I got I got a bunch of things I got to watch, but I got a bunch of things that are still piling up in the DVR. Yeah, we got some uh, something to talk about still. We're here in October. I have, got, I have hardly gotten out the rest of the list. So let's do it. It's time for news. All right, so I'm recording this. It's already Friday, October 6th, and I believe there was a few things we never even got to cover that's happening in October. So I'm going to start from the beginning because there was a bunch of shows I missed, and uh, I'll tell you about them. In case you missed them, you might want to catch up on on demand or any other way that you get shows after they've aired on network. So we'll start with network TV. ABC's Toy Box came back on the 1st. The 1st also had Shark Tank on ABC. The Simpsons came back on Fox. Premiere of Wisdom of the Crowd. I did tape that uh, in the DVR box. 
and I haven't watched it. Ghosted comedy premiered on Fox. Family Guy back on Fox. NCIS LA on Fox. Oh, I'm sorry, CBS. The Last Man on Earth on Fox. And 10 Days in the Valley on ABC was the premiere. So those are big, big uh, nights for all those big shows. I taped a couple of, well, DVR'd a couple of them, and I will watch some of them. But as of right now, I haven't watched any of those. The second, Fox had Lucifer. CBS had the premiere of 9JKL, the comedy, which looked kind of funny, but I did not get into it because just not something I'm feeling right now. Uh, what else do we have? The Gifted premiered on, on Fox. I did not watch it yet. It's a Marvel-type show. It's about X-Men dimension in, in their universe, the Fox Holdings, which owns the rights to X-Men, so they're branching off, which could be good, could be bad, but I'm interested. I can't, I'm excited to see how it is. On the third, The Middle was on ABC. Fresh Off the Boat was on ABC. Blackish was on ABC, and the premiere of the new show, The Mayor, was on ABC. And then after that was Kevin Probably Saves the World, the premiere on ABC. The fifth on ABC, Scandal, the final season. I'm sure a lot of people watch that. I have not seen it, and uh, I plan to one day, but not while it's still airing. The sixth, Once Upon a Time on ABC. The eighth, ABC is having America's Favorite Home Videos coming back for like the 100th season. It's amazing how long that show's been on. I can, I can remember the season one winner. That's, that's crazy how long I go back with TV. I haven't watched it in a long time, but it's uh, definitely a fun show. You can catch it at any time. I'm sure most of your respective countries has a similar show, you know, home video shows. Uh, then on the 8th is also CBS Madam Secretary. It's a big show. I haven't watched it, but I know my in-laws watch it, and they like it a lot. The 9th, Supergirl on the CW. The Valor premiere on the CW. And The Flash on the CW. Very cool shows. Then the 10th, DC's Legends of Tomorrow on CW. So it looks like DC's making that big push into October. Then the 11th on the CW, Riverdale comes back. And the premiere of Dynasty, the old 80s, really one of the only dramas that gripped everybody as a mass show. Dynasty was a big deal. That in Dallas maybe back then. So they're having a, a reboot premiere. is coming on CW on the 11th. The, 11th. the 12th is having the Supernatural on the CW and Arrow on the CW. Then the CW is having Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And Jane the Virgin, all on the 12th, on the CW. The next one that's going to be premiering on the 27th is The Blind Spot on NBC. So we got a big gap there. So it looks like everything's kicked off for right now in the early spring season on all the basic channels. We went over them all in the last few podcasts. And there'll be things I'll talk about and things I won't. But there's a lot of TV, a lot of stuff for everybody out there. We'll go to Cable. On the first, we had Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO. The fifth, Sci-Fi, Van Helsing, and Ghost Wars. Haven't seen either one, but they aired. The next on Sci-Fi was the sixth, Superstition. 
All right. They're coming up on the 11th on USA, Mr. Robot. I love that show, and I cannot wait for its return. Cannot wait to talk about it on this pod. Yeah, that's a good one. The 13th on Amazon is Love. Netflix has Mindhunter. The 22nd, The Walking Dead comes back on AMC. That's right, October 22nd. I'm sure you have all your DVRs set and ready to watch. On the 24th, TBS is going to premiere The Last OG. I'm definitely checking that out. I uh, heard a couple things. Can't really discuss what I've heard because they're not really credible enough enough to break down here, but I'm going to give it a shot. And on the 27th, Stranger Things comes back to Netflix. Yeah, Peter made a mention about that last week and another in an email and i just can't wait to talk about it i hope peter writes in i hope you guys write in and i hope we get into stranger things because that's definitely a i'm probably going to get through that in that whole weekend because that, that's a binge worthy show that show's so good yeah that's everything we got right now for the news let's see what's in the box it's time for grab the remote and press play all right, here we go. Got the remote, got the list, got to see what's happening, watch a few things, and I wrote them down, ready to tell you guys about them. So, first thing I watched was Halt and Catch Fire. There's two more episodes left in the season, in the series, and this one was excellent. It had a nice wedding between Boz and Diane, and it's just nice to see where people are looking at in the future of their lives, they're looking ahead at the things. Diane's talking about possibly stepping down. Now, before Donna knew any of that, she was, you know, kind of bummed out at home playing Cameron's game and dealing with her AA meetings and having a really great talk uh, with Joe. Uh, and, and then Donna at the end kind of finds out there might be a position for her after Diane leaves. And Diane's got a pretty big say and she's going to put a word in. And then we see a great scene at the end, I think, which is so tastefully done about a main character, a friend of ours, Gordon, one of the biggest characters of the show. And he starts having these weird hallucinations and bam, find out those hallucinations were what he's seeing on his way to the afterlife. And then the episode ends. We'll find out what happens. This next two episodes should be interesting. Got his his daughters really interested in computers and programming and see where that's going to go. And oof, I really love this show. I love how it's just wrapping up and telling a great story, a fun story, but informative at the same time. It's been a really good run. So halt and catch fire, baby. All right. On CBS, I wound up watching two episodes of it. It was The Good Doctor, the premiere. I thought it was excellent. I love the premise. I love the where they're going, the, the touching a, a, a place that hasn't really been touched too often, and that's autism and special needs and how people with special needs can actually function in our society and prove beneficial, not just function, prove to be, prove to accelerate over some people in some things they can do and considered normal person. So this show took a high-functioning autistic guy, and he's about to do his residency at a hospital in, looks like San Jose, or San Diego, I think it was San Jose. And he's played by Freddie Highmore, his name's Dr. Murphy, and he comes in 
the the main doctor is played by Richard Schiff. He's like the the head guy of the of the hospital, the president of the doctors, and he's battling for him. And you see the struggles of people's doubts and, and fears and concerns of why he wouldn't make a good doctor. And all this as this happening in the boardroom, Doctor Murphy is coming through the bus station, and you see him saving some little kid who got hit by a falling sign and doing all these like MacGyver-esque type methods to, to make, uh, you know, transfusion type machine, a, a machine to help him breathe, you know, until the paramedics got there. And it was just great. And it, it transitioned into him coming to the hospital and getting the same looks and regards from now his coworkers because he did get the position. And episode two showed a lot of the tension that he got from his coworkers and the other doctors and the head doctor and the doctors on his team. And he's getting the shit details and, you know, put into suction duty instead of possibly assisting in the operation. He's just going to be standing with the suction device, making sure the blood doesn't fill up or the liquid doesn't fill up the operating spot. So now you're seeing some of the moral dilemmas, some of the, the dilemmas that people are going to have to deal with when functioning autistic people are are in society and they're not just cast aside as you know whatever stereotypes people have because they are able to commit contribute to society in some capacity just like we all are we're all not able to contribute in every capacity so we're all not perfect so if we can accept what those people can provide We'll be a lot better off. So this is a great show that gives a good insight to what we should be looking at, the major questions, and how we should be confronting certain issues. Now on CBS, I also watch another show for many seasons, four seasons now. It's called Scorpion, and it deals with the similar principles of high-functioning autistic people, but these people were a team assembled by the government, Homeland Security, and they help solve crime as well as learn how to function in society better. And you know what? This show, I watched the first two episodes of this season, and it's about to get deleted, piss poor, so annoying, the same nonsensical missions over and over and over, and the character development is so slow, it's almost non-existent. So I watched these two episodes, and... They had one of their old nemesis who was locked up, figure out, you know, one of the smartest men in the world, but he's also like them, introverted, autistic, and he figured out there was going to be this big problem in the in the earth, you know, through the ice, and all this methane was coming out, it was going to, you know, release all this gas, and the world's going to end type of situation, and the team has to come together, and all, the, all there's all these hijinks and bloopers and things that they run into, and it just started to get annoying. And I've just had enough. And I love the idea when they came out of trying to introduce brilliance into the world and make it function similar to the good doctors doing. But this one just, ugh, I don't know, just it just really pushed me over the edge. And I, I'm going to have to leave the Scorpion. I love it. If anybody continues watching, they're like, oh, man, it just got so good and this stuff happened. You can tell me. I'm not going to feel spoiled. Write me. Let me know. Eh. That's that for Scorpion. He's out. They're out. Scorpion team. Peace. So on Viceland, watch my boys Deezus and Miro again. Some funny-ass episodes. 
But I also watched epically later in another episode. This one was Andy Roy. And this was a wild episode about the crazy, wacky Andy Roy and how he was just the outlaw type skater. And he just really goes deep into his addiction problems and his his coping problems. And you see the gritty, gritty side of a skateboarder's life coming from the wrong side of the tracks. So this was an outstanding episode in my eyes. Another great banger from Epically Latered on Viceland. Loving what they're doing over there. All right, so we had uh, on Fox Gotham. This is another episode in the Dark Knight series, and it centered around Crane, who's turned it into the Scarecrow. If you guys know DC and Batman, Scarecrow is a prominent figure, and I thought they did his storyline well. uh, Originally, I thought it was going to be a couple seasons back, but they wound up stretching it out and telling a different story and making it fit the world. I really liked it. You see a little more Bruce making some kind of moral decisions and just a fun episode. Uh, I like I like where the Dark Knight series is headed of Gotham and uh, it's a good show. I don't really have too much to say about it this week, but I liked it. All right, let's get on HBO. I watched a few episodes on HBO of three different shows and I'll tell you all about them starting with Ballers. This was the season finale and... It kind of wrapped up where all the silliness was leaving us, where I knew it was kind of hard. They were writing themselves in a corner with this whole NFL thing. So now they're out of that, and it ended with them getting back in business to where they started helping managing players' money and affairs and being there for the people. And it came full circle. They learned the lesson, and our guys just came through. Was it a little cheesy? Maybe. But it was fun. It was ballers. I liked it. I love The Rock. And I like seeing all the NFL players. I like seeing all the high rollers, all the big people in the industry. The music's good. Gives a hip-hop vibe, a fun vibe. Just You see Ricky like doing the right thing and not, not taking chances with his health. It was a good episode, a good finale. Now I'll move to another show on HBO. Curb Your Enthusiasm called Foisted. Now, our sister podcast on the DVR Podcast Network, hosted by Sean and Axel, is called Curb Your Podcast. They gave a really great analysis of the episode. I'm not going to go too heavy into it, but I thought it was hilarious. Just Larry being Larry, coming right back to just doing his thing. Larry's just so funny. He keeps me entertained in that real life, this is shit that bothers me kind of way. And this episode foisted really set the tone for the whole season and I learned a lot listening to the way Axel and Sean broke it down because it it really does when you watch the first episode and and over you know this show's based on reoccurring themes what happens here is these guys you know are coming back setting the tone for what's coming in the season and if that's the case, from what Axel and Sean were breaking down, this is going to be a fun season because they went to Jimmy Kimmel. Hopefully, he goes on Jimmy Kimmel again. He's writing this play, Fatwa, uh, which is just ridiculous. He calls out the Ayatollah, uh, and he, he, he sells off this 
uh, assistant he had put on him, which he finds out was foisted on him by Jimmy Kimmel, and he foisted it on on uh, his friend Jeff's wife for her business, and it's just hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. Shout out to Axel and Sean, Curb Your Podcast, for Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO. Highly recommended. I dug it. I dug it, dug it. All right, let's get into the deuce. The deuce was awesome this week. It was grittier than usual. It had me a little more nervous. Uh, it showed, you know, a harder side of the business. We've been slowly getting into the side of the business where it's, you know, the street trade business and the sex trafficking business seemed easy in the beginning of the season. And now it's like, whoa, we're here and, you know, pimps got to do that thing and there's a scumbag clients and just a lot of shit out there. Cops are being weird, but we did get a cool scene with the reporter she buddies up with the cop and tricks him like they're going to go on a date and basically goes on a stakeout. And she wants to know more info and hopefully we'll see more through her eyes. I like that part of it. And we get Vinny just running his shop at the hi-hat. The bar is going well and the big players see it. And they got a business they want to show him, a big building. And they show it to him and he's unsure but getting in with the mob and – uh Funny things happen, so we'll see what happens for Vinny. And overall, it was a really good uh, episode of the of the Deuce. And if you're into the Deuce, we also have another sister podcast on the DVR Podcast Network called the Deuce Rethread. Now that's Mike and Jason Bailey breaking down the Deuce. Mike also put in a supplemental podcast this week, which was excellent. I got to listen to that and thoroughly enjoyed it. And it was an interview with Jinx Lierre who happens to know a lot about the sex trade world and gave an insight that many probably couldn't provide us. So it's a really great interview, and she's been a contributor to Podcast Winterfell and a lot of other stuff on the DVR Podcast Network. So I would definitely give it a a check out if you're watching The Deuce or if you just want to hear a cool interview that Mike does. Mike's great, so check them out. The Deuce Rethread. Yeah, those are the big ones I watched on HBO. Then I watched Inhumans, which I've been holding in the box for a little bit. And I, I got to say, it was two episodes, you know, crammed into, I guess, a two-hour slot. I liked it. I was a little eh with certain things. But I see where they had to go to set it up because I had to also remember it was ABC. And I lined it back up with Agent Carter and Marvel's Agents of the S.H.I.E.L.D. And remember, they could only go so far. But they got a good cast. I like the guy who plays Black Bolt. They got the guy who plays Ramsey from Game of Thrones to play Maximus, Black Bolt's brother. And there's a military coup and Ramsey, (laughs) Ramsey, Maximus sends the royal family out and they're off the moon and they're on Earth. And we'll see now how they're going to navigate in, in the ways on Earth. They're not used to that. So... You know, we know some Inhumans and some of the stories from Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And now maybe they'll tie in some of that now that they're on Earth. And, you know, you see Black Bolt getting arrested at the end of the second episode because he doesn't fully know how to navigate the ways of Earth. So that's uh, very interesting, the way they're going to put this show out. I like it. I'm a Marvel guy, and I'm going to definitely support it. And I, I hope they tie it in with 
Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when that comes back, I think uh, November or December. Yeah, and that does it for TV, DVR-wise. But now I opened up Netflix on a recommendation from a coworker, the guy who designed the logo. That's right, Ready, my man. He hooked it up. He's like, yo, you got to watch this show. It's anime. It's called Death Note. I was like, oh, let me see. And I see, oh, look, they made a movie about it on Netflix. He's like, no, forget that. Don't watch that movie. Watch the anime. So I talked to another buddy. He's like, oh, I checked out this movie on Netflix. And I'm like, oh, my buddy's telling me about the, the anime. He's like, the movie was great. So I'm like, wait, if he says it's great, and this is a guy that I know I usually take his word on movies and shows, said it was great. But the other guy said it sucked. But he said the anime's better. I got to watch the anime. So now I'm through episode five of Death Note on Netflix. It is excellent. 22-minute episodes. They, I don't know when they aired, a few years back. Supposedly they made also movies in Japan that were subtitled in, dubbed in English. I haven't seen those. But they also made this movie recently on Netflix about Death Note. So that's coming up after I watch the full season. Now, this season, I think, has like 32 episodes. So it's going to take me a little while. So the premise is this. There's like a, a demon world, like a hellish type world in between heaven and hell where all this nasty shit happens. And these guys are bored. So it, he drops a book, a death note, onto Earth. And the student, Light, picks it up. And it's the Shirangami, like, demonic guy's book called, his name is Rook. Ryuk. And in the book, you could write down anybody's name who you've seen their face and know what they look like, and they will die of a heart attack. Now, the stipulations, you could write the actual cause of death, and that's how they'll die, and they'll die that way. So this guy, Light, he's a student like probably senior in high school, really extremely popular, really good student, smart guy. He's trying to figure out how to exterminate the world of shitheads. So he starts with killing off inmates in prison on death row and bad people. But now the police are catching on and they got this guy, L, who's a mastermind sleuth who joined up with the police to try to catch him. And it's interesting, you see the motives going back and forth and how the detective work is happening to to locate him. And I'm only five episodes in and it's super detailed, super heavy, very rich, and I love it. So that's my little Death Note check-in. And uh, if you guys have watched it, don't send me spoilers yet, but tell me if you like it, if you want me to talk more on it. And if you haven't watched it, check it out. I haven't watched any really anime in a long time. And this one's bringing me back. It's so interesting, and I really enjoy it. Death Note, top of the list. <sighs> All right, I think I went over a bunch of shows. There's still a lot I haven't watched. Things are piling up, two and three episodes. I'm saving and waiting to binge. But as of right now, that's all I got for you guys. And I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you can contribute some stuff to me. Hit me up, DJ DVR Podcast. On Twitter, djdvrpodcast at gmail.com. Both those ways, you can communicate with me, write to me, leave me feedback. 
I would love it if you can go over to iTunes or your podcatcher and give me a written feedback as well as a starred feedback and gets the podcast more exposure. We get more listeners. We get more interaction. I'll have more stuff to talk about. It's been a great week for TV. Shout out again. It hasn't been a great week for the news. And shout out to Vegas. Shout out to everybody involved. I appreciate all the law enforcement that helped out. I appreciate all the news coverage. I appreciate all the people who helped other people. Let's hope we figure out what the motives are. And let's hope we just stay together as a people. You know, we got many issues that divide us, many issues that we need to talk about. But just be good to your fellow man, woman, child, trans man, whatever you call man, whatever you call people. They're humans. It ends with you, starts with you, ends with man, human, inhumans, if you even want to include them. Be good to people. All right? Till next time, DJ Tim Hines, Inside DJ's DVR, DVR Podcast Network. Peace.